This is Face Music, an ELO song-by-song podcast, episode 116, Train of Gold. is a ninth track on the 1983 vinyl release of Sacred Messages, tenth song on the cassette and CD release, fifth track on side two of the record and tape. In the liner notes for the 2001 Sacred Messages remaster, Jeff wrote, We were on the Dutch portion of a world tour and dropped into Weisslord's studios to record this. In the August 2015 article, Jeff Lynne, Electric Light Orchestra, Before and After, John Vanderkeest wrote that this was one of two songs on the original release of Secret Messages that included Kelly Grocutt. It was released as the B-side for Stranger in November 1983. There seems to be a slow-moving train up ahead, so we gotta sit here for a spell. I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And I'm Eric Winsensen. I got this album soon after I heard Rock and Roll is King on the radio. So it was probably June or July. One of the summer J months. And this song... It just kind of passed by me when I listened to the whole album. Well, there was a letter from saying, all right, it's Rock and Roll is King. Cool. And it was like about a month, month and a half before <laughs> when I was listening to the album for the, I don't know, but you the time that, hey, I like this song. This is pretty cool. So I like Train of Gold. It's, it's such a forgotten ELO song, though. The strings. I really dig the strings on this. When the strings are used on this album, I really like them. They're doing the kind of bendy sort of thing going on. I don't know if natural violin strings can do that or if it's been run through a synthesizer, but I really dig it. And I'm picking up some Laredo Tornado in this one. Sort of has that sound. The strings kind of make it happen. There's a there's a solo in there when it goes... It reminds me of the sort of wah-wah guitar that's going on in the background of Laredo Tornado. And it's got the cascading ooze and ahs that was used in Laredo Tornado. That's used here. For me, I like it. Well, for me it sounds way too much like Chain of Fools. The chorus does. The train, train, train of gold sounds like chain, chain, chain of fools. Even the strings sound a little bit like the strings on Chain of Fools. 
Hmm. Most people would know it from the Aretha Franklin. I don't know if there are any other versions because, well, once Aretha Franklin does a song, there might as well not be another version of it. Because you're going to hear it whether you want to or not. <laughs> exactly. Which is why I don't really pay much attention to Chain of Fools because I've heard it a lot. Which is why I didn't even think of this until you brought it up. It's like, oh yeah, I can see that. Yep. Now, one thing I was reading was Andrew Whiteside comparing this to Showdown. There is nothing in this mm. song whatsoever that sounds like Showdown. The only connection with Showtown is maybe it rips off a little bit from an old sold song. <laughs> Showdown, I heard it through the grapevine. Train mm-hmm. of Gold, Chain of Fools. That, there's your only connection between the two. They do not sound... I mean, I'm going to go off on a tangent a little bit because he's saying stuff like Living Things sounds like Showdown. What? Just no. because it's a fast song? There's no relation whatsoever between Living Thing and Showdown other than it's the same band did it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to say that I don't the, only, yeah, the only connection is um, kind of, sort of, if you just distantly maybe stretch the point idea that it's sort of no i don't know i can't do it i don't know i didn't like showdown i like train of gold so it must not sound like showdown since i like train of gold and i don't like showdown and they don't sound one bit alike now i won't say i hate train of gold i just think it's a very mediocre song i don't see anything too special about it and once i started recognizing the chorus it's like okay <laughs> why are we doing this again you abandoned this a decade before and started doing your own music <laughs> why are you grabbing something that's that recognizable i didn't really like the whole train 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 thing at the beginning the one thing i did like though harmonica when that harmonica came in i'm going hey this song might actually be good and then all of a sudden that harmonica's gone that's right. I'm pretty sure this is the first time there's a harmonica in an ELO song. And I yeah, think it's the last. I, that, that finally comes in and goes, okay, I'll ignore all the rest of this stuff. If, if this is going to have this harmonica throughout the entire song. And, hmm, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a little kind of background thing that pops in every once in a while. And so, yeah, no, it was, it was rather disappointing for a song by ELO. Now, there's another song that he said it sounds like, which was a song by Ace called How's That? Well, here's a problem. Ace did not do a song called How's That? (laughs) Ace was a British pub rock band fronted by Alan Bam King on guitar and Paul Carrick on vocals. How's That? is by an Australian band called Sherbet. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing he got right is that the song kind of sounds similar. And How's That? is actually the better of the two songs. You only came for a smile It does sort of sound like Train of Gold, although for me, I like Train of Gold better. The ELO version is a fuller sound to it, and I really like the bending strings on it. I really like the strings on this song. They're freaking cool. Yeah, the strings aren't bad on this. It is good to hear strings occasionally. I just wish it was a better song. And it's sad that one of the few songs with Kelly on the bass actually playing is this type of derivative, just phone it in type of thing that doesn't really leave that much of an impression. I think I can tell that this is uh, Kelly Roquette. This is somebody who knows how to play the bass. This is somebody who's made bass their primary instrument. Whereas Jeff, he can do the plunk, plunk, plunk. But I don't know if he leaves a mark quite like Kelly Roquette does. Sure, it's a repetitive bass line, 
But if you're not paying attention and you're playing something like that, you can totally get lost on where you're supposed to be at the song. Again, I give props no. well, to Kelly. I have no problem with his bass line. I, mm-hmm. I, my, my whole problem is it's just a forgettable song, period. And so you got such an integral member of the band and you're barely using him on the album. And uh, one of the things you use him on is a song that probably is most people are going to ignore. <laughs> but right. uh, I think we're on our tangent, so I think it's time to <laughs> say, okay, we put this train into the station. Got something to say about Train of Gold? Then call the telephone line voicemail. Six two three eight five zero three three seven five. It's time for a great line from ELO from this week's song. What's my line? I saw her standing there from across the street. She was dressed in black. And when she moved, she moved to a beat, like a Cadillac. Throw some cash our way at patreon.com slash ELOPod. For $1 an episode, you can hear episodes a week before they post to the world. At the $2 per episode level, you get expanded episodes heard only on Patreon. Reviews from Don Fields, the Eric's Cover ELO cover songs. Or skip all that and just hand it over directly through PayPal using the email address ELOFTMpodcast at gmail.com. Hey, hey, this is Troy. Train of Gold. I could take or leave this song, to be honest with you. If anything sounds like filler on secret messages, I think this song would be the prime candidate. It just doesn't really have anything in it that would make me fall in love with it. But it's not so bad that I hate it. I do think it would have been better off as a B-side, but then if you did that, you'd have to take it off the album. And I do think it is placed in the perfect position on the album, so it should probably have just stayed on. Because you don't want a fast-up-tempo number like Rock and Roll is King immediately following a somber song-like letter from Spain. And you don't want to put an outright rocker in there either to go into Rock and Roll is King. So... This kind of segues from the somberness of Letter from Spain to the more upbeat Rock and Roll is King. One thing I do like about the song is how the strings kind of sneak in towards the end, almost as an afterthought. And earlier in my comments on this album, I said I wanted more oomph, more of that stuff that makes an ELO song an ELO song. But I think on this song... I think the strings near the end kind of add a nice touch. And it almost seems to me, realizing that this was one of the contractual obligation albums that Jeff made for the record company, it almost seems like Jeff is kind of saying, yeah, remember, we used to be ELO. Here's a bit of a flashback to that. But then it kind of peters out. You know, the strings don't really go anywhere, but... I still think they're a nice touch near the end of the song. Now, I do think that this song would have sounded great on Jeff's Armchair Theater solo album. I think it really is more of a Jeff Lynne solo song. It might have worked for the Traveling Wilburys if it were a bit faster. 
But the thing is, there are so many good songs on Armchair Theater that maybe this song is just one of those songs that you really don't know what to do with it, but it seems to belong on Secret Messages, if only as an interlude between Letter from Spain and Rock and Roll's King. But anyway, speaking of Rock and Roll's King, hey, we'll talk about that next week, huh? This has been A Thought from Troy. Great moments in Electric Light Orchestra history. Uh, when we came back from that tour, Dan Arden, our manager, found us up and said that uh, we'd been going about a month, I think, at the time, as a group. Uh, he found us up and said uh, that Roy Wood had left. And uh, he'd already got this other group. He, hadn't, he never told him that he'd left. And uh, everybody else knew except us. That he, and he was already ready to, ready to start with this new group that he'd already formed, you know, with about three people out of the, that uh, ELO that was at the time. Yeah. And so, we... Um, decided to reform the group and didn't know whether to call it ELO or call it something else really. Could have called it anything. And uh, we reformed completely, me and Bev and Richard Tandy. And uh, that's when we started again. Well, this is when it started really, from about 1972. Halfway through 72 when it really started. The Cascading Wheeze a reference to Laredo Tornado from their album El Dorado. The line, I can't get it out of my mind. Just one word off from I can't get it out of my head. ELO's first top 40 hit in America, and also from their album El Dorado. The secret messages are right there in front of your faces, people. Any of this getting through to you, son? Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I did like this song. Wow, she liked it. Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELO pod. Next week, episode 117, Rock and Roll is King. This has been a Filmways presentation.